Welcome back, senor, to the Aqua Nigga Podcast. I am senor, Nas, aka Stacks. Nigga, it's Friday. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, so fuck it. It's Fiesta Friday, niggas. Go ahead. Welcome back to the Awkward Thinker Podcast. I'm Vince. Yes, and we, I don't know why you gave that introduction, but we are the Awkward Thinkers. I think this is the first time we done shot the podcast on a Friday. Yeah, I like it. It's It's Friday feels. It's nice. Unemployed Nas, this is great. I love it. It's just this the best thing in the fucking world. You right like now. hurting I, yourself. I do. <laughs> I'm choosing to be hurt. <laughs> um, what did I want to really get into? Um, I've been listening. I had a thought in my head. Um, I've been listening to that like Ice Spice Girl. This has shit to do with what we're gonna talk about today. But I just want to let you know, like, I've been listening to that Munch song. Like, you thought I was feeling you? That nigga Munch. Nigga, he eat it. He eat it from. I like that. You know, I like female rap. Mm-hmm. I fuck with it. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, in my head, she has this like bar, like, you want to smell my breeze when I walk past. And then I'm like, I'm in my head, like, the older I get, the nastier shit I will want to do to a woman. Like, I'm I'm just, I'm in this mode where it's like, I can understand why them old niggas are like, you, you are nasty. I'm, I'm thinking I'm like evolving into that age of like nastier shit to do. You 24, nigga. Yeah, but like I'm I'm coming of age of like you know how like young chicks be fucking with like older niggas and because they be doing nastier shit than the young niggas. You see what I'm no, saying? No, I don't think that's why. I feel like it's when you dating outside. First off, I feel like you rushing into nasty shit for no reason. No, Cause like because you, you're doing shit that it's like chill out. You you rushing into your sexual experiences before you get to that point, and then eventually you're going to get to a point where. You got to shit on a motherfucker to get hard. I'm not trying to shit on nobody but to you, get hard. But I'm saying, like... Control your nastiness, but bro. But that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, so I have an awkward confession. Mm-hmm. So when I was young, um, I was on the bus. This is like... I don't know how old I was. I think I was able to touch myself. I was on the school bus and shit, and this girl, she was my crush. And I, you know, like, I would smell her seat. But also, like, I put the jacket over me and be my meat. I'm see, so and we not airing that. We can't I'm air that. So no, that, we're not airing that. <laughs> it was a wild time. I was a wild kid, you know. Um, oh my god, yeah, that is sick. And I don't think people uh, start dating older because yes, they they want to have nastier sex. They people, do. it's young people doing nasty shit. No, I feel like when you dating. Outside of your age range, it's a cry for help. When you dating younger and when you dating older, when you dating older, you trying to find that parent figure you you never had as a kid, and you trying to find that in the person you fucking, which is weird. And then when you dating younger, you just perverted. Because okay. why do you need this young ass person? So so this is my question I'm proposing um, mm-hmm. to the awkward thing is the awkward ladies. Um, so in the comment section, I want y'all to say like what what is the real reason why. Like y'all fuck with older men. Like I really, is it the sex? Is it just abandonment from your father? What is it? I, I really, I really want to know. A lot of young people we know who date older be like, oh, it's because the the nigga more mature, the this and that, or they more mature. But then you be heartbroken still. You going through the same shit. You going through young nigga shit with the older nigga, a nigga who's lived through this like three times now. I never fucked with I never fucked with a girl telling me that she 
I remind her of her father. I don't know why. Like, if I'm if I'm fucking you, if I'm doing all these things, why am I reminding you of your dad? I don't know. I just you know, what I feel like. I don't think it's nothing wrong with looking for your like your your maternal or fraternal parent or shit parent parental figure yeah. within another person. So like, uh, I feel like there are qualities you look for, like. My mother raised me, so I, I know I my my experience of women is based on how she raised me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, coming up with my sisters and shit. So it's like there are certain things that I look for in a woman who, you know, she needs to share some of the same qualities as my mother. Not saying she has to look like my mother or anything, but a lot of people do that because that's... Uh, essentially, your your parents are your first love. I don't I don't want I love my mom to death, mm-hmm. but I do not want a woman like Keisha. Sorry, put it like that, but mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. Like my mom has great qualities and whatever, but the the real side of my mom or whatever the case may be, that's personally something I just don't want to see of my lady. You don't want you don't want like the the bad qualities of your parents. Nobody wants those qualities, but. The good qualities, I'm pretty sure you're going to want within I can your just, life. But I can go through getting good qualities from a person mm-hmm. without it being, um, you know, like, I, I can get it without it being my parent. Like, you represent my parent. I might see something off a fucking TV show. I'm like, damn, I want this bitch to be like that. With like, that's you still you taking in the stuff from your experiences and your, your parents are your first experiences. That's okay. what I'm saying. So, like, the the same way you can be like, oh... I want her to be like how uh, Bill Cosby's wife was on the Cosby show. Yeah, but you don't never say to a woman like, oh, you know, you remind me of my mom. That You ain't going to say that. <laughs> not in a way. It's going to be, I feel like you can say that in a way that's not going to be like you, you're older or no, you're, because of course nobody's going to want to hear that in like an unattractive way, but you know, Shit, my mother is a great woman. So them qual- if I see qualities in you that my mother has, then of course yes, because that's I know these I know for these to be great qualities. These these are the fundamental yeah shit. These are the fundamentals on which I've grown up on. So it's like I'm gonna need that. We gonna get awkward for the one time. You know what I'm talking about? Well, this is a little bit awkward. Halfway. I love, I love this. I'm gonna tweak it out. I need somebody like to make a beat of this, like our own fucking custom beat for awkward thinking and shit like that. That would be nice. If um, you know somebody out there who make beats and, and shit, send them our way. Yes, need, Sersky, please. We need a mixer. We trying to, we trying to, you know, we trying to be big. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um. So. Embarrassing us. Today's topic, um, I wanted to talk about um being a little jealous and you know hey and because I know we were just talking about like women dating like older men i was jealous of that when i was young because i'm like nigga i'm i'm just as much as a man as him so mm-hmm. what i'm 19 but he fucking 27 you 19 too we we can relate we we do all the shit that you know what i mean so i wanted to talk about on some some hate and jealousy shit so you i want you to take it away because you know you like that pop you know what i mean i like the way you talk about all shit. right no i'm stop go please. ahead no please stop doing that all right, go ahead. I say that shit regular. What the no, fuck? No, that don't be. I say that shit to my friends. I do that all. I call you pop all the time. I. It's not something that's out the norm that I don't call you. But you're doing it in a way that's like sexual. 
Like, okay, Vince. It's a little weird right now. Yeah, you made it out. I'm sorry. You did. You Do you want to talk weird. about that? You, what? I mean, we don't have to talk about it. I'm saying we can. We can. That could be it. We could talk about what just happened and why it it became awkward and shit. Okay, so today, guys, we had a little we had a little discrepancy. Vince doesn't like when I call him things of some nature in the Mm-mm. sexual form. I don't. So. I said, that's just me, you know, I, this is my homie, I'm securing myself, I like women, he like women, I know that, you see what I'm saying, it's banter, I don't mean nothing of it, but he might get construed about the things that people might assume about us, that's probably what he doesn't want that energy to come his way, so I have to respect it, but I also told him, shit, I'm being me, so it kind of killed my vibe, it's not like I'm pretending to put this thing on on camera or anything like that. It's just something that we do, you know what I mean? I, I don't, you know, I don't think nothing of it. My dick don't get hard for Vince. Not, none of wow. that. <laughs> just wow. none of that. But I feel like that, but that was a moment of, uh, I respect your boundaries. Yeah, it killed my vibe because I had high energy and shit. I was ready to go into these topics. But, hey, we, you know, we digress. We move on. That's it's growth, you know? You know, you when a person say they don't like something, hey, you got to cut it short. But it's it's like... It's the way he did it. It's like Nas has to learn to just, like, have a little chill with it. Like, don't get me wrong. We we play around and stuff, and it's cool, but it's like you can't. People on here don't know it. So it's like you be sliding certain stuff in, and then it make it seem like it's more than what it is. And you got to remember, like, people don't know it. So it's like you can't be on here every episode, like, saying certain stuff and then you say it really sexual so it's like it, it do kind of be like all right come on you gotta have some chill bro like and and that's not to be like all right niggas not secure within their sexuality or nothing but it is like nigga let let these people get to know us first before like they they start making assumptions that's the point to that's the point to get to know a mother i feel like to get to know a motherfucker is in their ultimate form like all right you know that I, in previous episodes, I talk about fucking women. Not saying that mm-hmm. validates anything, because niggas be on a DL. But nigga, it's not every episode. This is probably what, like, the second episode I've no. done this or some shit like that. It's been a couple oh, it's episodes. Been a, all right, it's been a couple episodes. But like, this is my homie. I don't look nothing of it. I don't think nothing of it. And it's I know that though. Like the, I feel like this is why. All right, this is why I do it. Because it's, it's shit happens in the football locker room. Like, niggas mm-hmm. will just do, like, say the weirdest overly sexual shit to another man and still be like, well, they might be a little, you know what I mean? But they they might be straight or some shit. Like, like bro, go ahead with all that shit, bro. Or some shit like that. You don't take it serious. You take it, you know, mm-hmm. in one ear. Some niggas do take it a little serious, depending on what type of nigga you're dealing with. But some niggas, I get on the game, but niggas talking that zesty shit. It's, not, it's just one of those, it's a... It's a security camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm not this, but it's funny. It's a, it's a joke. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's but you know, but it's like gay people making like, um, gay straight jokes, I guess, or I don't know. I'll fuck that bitch. But you playing? Nah, I don't think it's. <laughs> oh, all right. I see what you mean by that. But it, it's a time and a place for it, though. It, I feel like it'd be a time and a place, and you sometimes it'd be like, all right, don't play it out. Like don't don't play it out. Don't keep doing it where it's like, okay, wait, is there something there now? Like, cause that's I don't want people 
making assumptions of me. I don't want people like look watching the podcast because everybody don't watch the our first couple episodes. They don't. I don't want nobody watching and then they being like, oh yeah, they're a nice little couple on a. They do the podcast <laughs> together. They, this and that. And I was like, oh yeah, watch the podcast couple and they this and that. And I was weird. I just I just think this. I just think that. This man has a girlfriend. This man, I don't know. I don't think nothing of it. Like it's entertainment at the end of the day. Not saying that you mm-hmm. got to be like do all this shit, but I'm just being me. It's entertainment. Maybe and it is. So I don't think nothing of it. Like shit, it's common. People don't know you on a day to day basis, and they, they probably assume you walking down the street. So I don't get offended off of like you know. I mean, times these motherfuckers done call me gay in the comments over a preference I said about a woman. Oh, you gay? You don't like? You don't like what a bitch send you some pussy bitches? You gay because yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember a time when niggas wasn't even homophobic. Hmm. When this nigga fucking Rakishi was rubbing his ass all over another nigga's face. When Rakishi was rubbing that ass on another, we was cheering that nigga on. That was the ultimate move of a big ass. This nigga ass was enormous. Nigga. I told you though, there are, just like how you brought up the locker room situation, Right. there are instances where it's like, uh, I guess homoerotic shit isn't seen as homoerotic because like sometimes you're doing something to a person and this isn't um sexual like i feel like it's it's i've said shit and uh like i don't know i guess done shit like with my brothers that isn't that okay like maybe if we were out of context it would be sexual but it's not sexual to us because it's like how just like what you said i know it's not nothing sexual toward me right but it's like they don't know that the outside world does not know that. All right, what you just said is just a joke. So it's like even with the Rakishi shit, when you see him sitting on there, you not you seen him more of like, oh, he didn't disrespect this nigga. Like he like niggas was saying no disrespect. Yes, it was. Nigga. It was more disrespect. A nigga was it's ready. Like, you know how mentally prepared you had to you, be, and you had to be mentally prepared. Like, but it's it wasn't ever like all right. I'm thinking anything sexual. It's not a sexual... Him sitting on somebody's face was never about it being sexual. That's the thing. I do think we tie sexual shit towards stuff that doesn't... It's not sexual. Like, uh, again, athletes slapping each other's ass. Yeah, out on the street. If I'm with my girl or something, I slap her ass. That's sexual or it's like, you know, that's that's, uh, a form of intimacy. But... In a locker room or something, it's encouragement. It's not seen as like, I'm not doing this like to get a feel off of you. I'm not doing this for that. It's hey, good shit, bro. Like you doing your thing, uh-huh. and so it's like, I get what you're saying. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like it's it's you doing your thing. Maybe I'm doing a good job in the podcast, and it's just, we have that camaraderie. And you be like, you no, your thing. <laughs> What's the hand thing though? Because I don't know if y'all seen on the fucking camera. The nigga caressed my hand. And was did like, I, I did yes. not fucking correct your hand, bro. If we rewind these tapes, you said some some uh, pop. This no, I said I literally did not touch you. I, I feel like you touched me. I did not touch you. Touch me. I did not touch you at all. If I touch you, all right, that would have been OD. Mm-hmm. All right, don't do it. But I said, go ahead, do what you do, pop. And that's all I do. I call all my friends pop. Like that's and some he shit. says pop. And but I've also. Nigga, don't call me Poppy. I don't. I don't call him Poppy all the time. You see, what but, I'm saying? not even. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Listen, 
It's a, uh, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I don't. We Hispanics we call them poppies, and we say mommy. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So that's just a normal thing. So I don't necessarily call this nigga poppy or some shit like that, right? I call him pop for sure. Like yo, pop. Let me get a. That's something like that. I don't be like, what's up, poppy? What's, he what's just poppy? fucking did that yeah, though. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, he I didn't. Did I said pop. I said go ahead, pop. Tell him, you know, give him that spiel. That's what I'm saying. You did that, but you know how, the way that you fucking did it. And I it did was it like, on some like I'm doing it sonically, like with my deeper voice, so the women can be like, oh my god, this nigga sounds so sexy on the mic. That's why I'm trying they, to do it. They not checking for your. They ass. is checking for me. They is not. They be checking for white shirt guy. You were having red shirt today. Mm. It's giving very. And then they gonna be checking for red shirt. Tell them, tell them who you rocking, man, today, man. Oh, today. Listen, yeah. zoom, zoom in on the logo. I, I think I can. Oh, well, here I, I can stand up and show them on the back. All right, go ahead. Show them, show them. I can't. You gotta bend down a little bit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There you go. Yep. yep. Tell them what it is. Tell them what the brand is, man. This is Mark Andoli. Damn. I'm sorry. And this is actually, uh, this is one of my frat brother's brand. Um, he got a clothing brand. He do a lot of stuff. He cook. He sell cars. My nigga, he's a hustler. Um, but the shirt is very, like, the quality of the shirt is very good. Like, it's very soft. And it, like, for if you a big nigga, you know how hard it is to find a shirt that's, like, comfortable and fits your body without fitting you too tightly or um, fitting you, you know, weird in the wrong fucking places. And this shirt feel like good. Like you can look at it. I, y'all can't really see, but it looked like it's a nice like. It fits really nice. I didn't. And I've, you washed it a couple times yeah, too. So I've had the shirt for a couple months now. Washed it a few times and it's still good quality. It hasn't faded. Hasn't like nothing has come out of it. Uh, I don't remember how much I bought it for because I bought it like in October. Oh, I've had this since October. So it's about to be a year since you had it. Yeah. That's a long time to have a shirt. And this still looks just like how it did when I bought it. And that's like, that ain't me trying to sell his shit to y'all, but I'll make sure I leave like a uh, a link in the bio. We'll put a link in the YouTube bio and and shit. Y'all go check him out. He he got jumpsuits and shit like, and they beautiful. They look like, uh, they like, the color is very vibrant and everything like, Yellow, orange, and black, and a couple of other colors. Check them out, though. And if you are a young entrepreneur and fashion designer, like, we wear a bunch of shit. Like, I can own our shit right now. Mm-hmm. But we wear a bunch of other people's uh, merch and designs and stuff because we want to support our own people. So if you want to just sing your stuff out, you know, we want to come up. So just as much as you get exposure, you know, the little people matter just as much as the big people. We probably just cost us less where we say, hey, just send it for free. You know, and we'll just rock it. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes from it, takes from it. We don't, you know, it's a benefit on both ends. But um, back to these motherfucking topics. So let's talk about this. Even though we just got into like we, that wasn't like a we bumped heads or anything. But that was like a little awkward. It was awkward. A, it, was awkward. it was an awkward interaction. Because it was like, come on, like chill out. And then, like you said, it, it kind of messed up the energy. And uh, I'm a person. I like to talk about what just happened. Yeah, I feel like. Um, and we ain't always got to talk right there in the moment, but I do feel like if something happens between us before we can get past that, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about how it made me feel. I want to talk about how it made you feel. Because I feel like once I let you know, and I, I feel like I've said this multiple times, once I let you know how I feel on a situation, you should be able to respect that and respect mm-hmm. me enough to like 
either a not do it again or uh be more considerate next time like be more mindful and thoughtful and shit it, it don't be it's not easy to find like people i feel like who can respect, respect your boundaries yeah like you can respect another person's boundaries without feeling like all right i'm entitled to to however i want to feel yeah and i think on 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 another level of that it's just more so like it's not even weird no more like it's just like all right we moved past that mm-hmm. we made it we made it normal for it to be a boundary now like this is it, it was rough but we smoothed it out so we can have mm-hmm. like an equal like all right i don't like when you do this i don't like that but people will say oh you started a boundary and then like curve it all the way like i think we had something at the house about your paint he's like and you know i'm only child so shit shit happens you know mm-hmm. um and he said, I don't I don't like a certain thing that you do with the thing. So I said, I'm going to stop using it. He said, you know, don't don't stop using it because I don't want you to have this negative vibe towards it. Like, don't use my shit. But it's, it's more so like respect my shit, respect my boundary mm-hmm. of saying, putting my stuff back if you're going to use it. And res- and like, you know, it's it's a hard pill to swallow when somebody's telling you not to do something because you've grown as fuck. Mm-hmm. But you also have to respect that they're also grown and they have their own limits. And when you push them, I don't give a fuck if y'all been friends for 30 years. If something new arises, that's something that you haven't done before. And then they say, stop doing it. Don't take it as, oh, you switching up. You changing this nigga, this mm-hmm. and this and that. No, nigga is, hey, I don't like it. Hey, we can work through it where it can be a mutual thing. You can still be you and not taking an element out of yourself and and be more you know just respectful of just my my circle because things change times change people don't always want the same like you i bet you don't even hang with your friends that you was doing the same dumb shit with in high school mm-hmm. you changed past that so when they do change a boundary you be like you know i'm fucking with that respected and don't take it as a spit in the face or something like yeah mm-hmm. it might be a little jab like oh like oh i mean like because it's uncomfortable it's awkward you know what i mean but that uncomfortability though only last because it goes unaddressed exactly so now if we don't address it between each other it's like there's a wall there put between us and we gotta just keep moving around that wall the whole time and it's like we can never fully be comfortable because okay that's there and we've never addressed it and people i don't you know it took me a long time to realize that like it take growth it take time and it take like for you to experience stuff and sometimes you got to experience stuff through other people for you to realize like some shit about you and like i don't know i just feel like when it kind of respecting boundaries and shit it doesn't have to be a personal thing it's not me telling you like it's not me trying to limit access to you or or cut off access from you but it's me saying some some things i i don't want anymore some things and like you said people change like as I'm getting older, shit, I'm 25 now. Mm-hmm. These last two years have been crazy years for me. And it's like, through these last two years, I've grown and I've learned a lot. And I've been able to learn really a lot more about myself. And now I'm becoming more of an adult. And um, and I'm on my own. So it's like, now I'm, I'm living and thinking for myself. And it's like, some of the things that you learn as a kid, you got to unlearn. And now that I'm, I am older and I'm unlearning shit, and I'm kind of like, I'm trying. I'm kind of like trying to shape the world around me to something that I want to feel comfortable in. So it's like, with certain shit, I I do have to set boundaries so it's like I can be comfortable. And my boundaries aren't aren't isn't shit that it's like I I want to take over your space or anything. But it's like 
within my space, I need certain things to happen. And and I need the people within my space to respect those certain things. That's all. Yeah, so don't get cut off doing some, some you know, shit of not respecting somebody's boundaries, you know, because that's easy to to do like you mm-hmm. can like a motherfucker don't respect you know i won't probably talk to you or some shit you don't say that i don't like and i and i told you hey i don't really fuck with this like my biggest my biggest pet peeve or my boundary is like when i'm dealing with somebody in a relationship wise i'm don't don't ignore me i'm telling you this is something i do not care for i don't mm-hmm. care if you send a one word or period or something i just know that you acknowledged what I said, mm-hmm. ignoring me is very is a childish act. I don't give a fuck how old you are. Now, all right, it goes. That's a double edged sword with that because ignoring can be like I'm just I'm just trying to get my thoughts together. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to. But for me and my sake, I'm a very I like to communicate. I like to hash like how we hashed it out right then and there. It's one of those things we didn't just let it linger on until we we not even talking to each other in the car and shit like that. We do a lot of shit together, and that's probably what it, it's it's hard to escape when it's tension in the room because this mm-hmm. not to say it like that, but when me and Vince are into it everybody feels it you know what i mean and it's just like why are they into it or it's some shit like that but respect that boundary because you will get cut off if you keep fucking edging edging at and thinking the shit sweet bro Mm -hmm. no matter how like i said no matter how long 10 years 30 years 20 years you've been friends if you don't respect somebody's fucking boundaries you will get cut off Mm -hmm. and when you respect people's boundaries, respecting someone's boundary, by showing them you respect it, it's like, all right, I, I understand who you are as a person. I, I respect who you are as a person and, and the relationship that we have with each other. Because I have so much respect for that, I'm not going to make you feel... Because ultimately, when you don't respect my boundary, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person I don't like to feel uncomfortable, especially within my own spaces. So it's like, if you don't respect my boundaries, you make me feel uncomfortable. Because even... Having to continue, like, the little thing we just went through, we go, we talked about it, and I'm pretty sure it'll never come back up again right. in a way of, like, all right, we've well, already talked about this. Yeah. And, shit, I kind of just lost my thought. But it's, like, it's because you respected it. Mm-hmm. And then it's also, like, don't, um, don't try to set boundaries based on the boundaries I've set to, like, kind of, like... Counter it. Yeah. So, like, if I say, hey, I'm setting this boundary, like, I don't like for this to be said to me or I don't like for this. And you say, okay, well, since you don't like that, I'm going to do this. Like, when you said, all right, I'm not, I'm just not going to touch this stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's, you know, that doesn't fix our problem here. That's not never going to fix it because ultimately you didn't not learn because I don't want to say like you're a kid or anything, but you, it wasn't about you, um, I have a point to that. Mm-hmm. Victimizing yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't try to victimize it when somebody is basically like that. Was that was like me kind of victimizing it? Like, oh, you don't want me to do it, mm-hmm. and making his boundary minimized to what he was saying. Like it, it making it greater to magnitude than what it really originally was. So don't try to victimize yourself into guilt tripping that person. Like this is not a real thing. This you don't really believe what you're saying, or try to manipulate that mm-hmm. idea of. Oh, this person is, um, yeah, just yeah, just trying to just manipulate manip, manipulate this situation. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically. Because, I think that's what you're going yeah. at, right? Like if you if I'm if I'm telling you something to uh, for you to like respect something that I have going on, and your first response is, oh well, 
I'm going to be the victim, so I don't have to actually deal with what you're saying, but I want you to feel sorry for me enough to be like, to excuse my behavior. Like, that's the issue. And that's uh, and people do that. People do that a lot within relationships, within um, friendships and everything. And it's like, when you see them, I think those people are narcissists. Yeah. yeah. I, Not I, to say, I, but we all do yeah, have some a sort of narcissism. Yeah. So I'm. That's not me calling you a narcissist. I feel like you are, but go ahead. Because I, at times, I felt like I was a narcissist. I feel like I can be a narcissist at times. Like, you know, it's weird. What to to talk about that narcissistic shit? I feel like the podcast has made me more narcissistic. Why you say that? Because I always have to post myself on my page. I always have to post us. I have like I don't know like. I've been eating, breathing shit in this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's really what my conversation is based on. If it's not us, then it's me. Mm. And it's like, I don't really care about nobody. Like, not saying it like that, but like, I don't really care for like the banter. And it's not like I'm not in a humble like person. I'm a very quiet, I'm very reserved, and I will talk to you about other shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like podcasting has made me narcissistic in a way. I don't know. Because it's fame. Because when people are famous or some shit, it's all about them. Not mm-hmm. saying, like, we're super fucking famous, but we had some we had some stride. So I feel like, like, with fame comes narcissistic. Like, even, like, I, I, won't, I don't want to say he is narcissistic because I don't know him. But I would say, like, even, like, look at people like J. Cole. Yes, he's a very humble dude, but he probably has narcissistic ways mm-hmm. of, like, no, nigga, I'm not, you know, I'm more of this. I don't know how narcissism works. I feel like there's a healthy level of narcissism that people can have where exactly. it's like I know my shit I'm I'm that nigga in certain aspects right but it's it's nothing I feel like with with, with narcissism it's like when when it's unbelievable yeah like we're not niggas who are dropping a million views every episode right now yeah we will be those niggas we we will surpass yeah. some niggas but we aren't that at that point right now. We can't feel like we're at that point. Right. That would be narcissistic to feel feel like we're those niggas. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I feel like also narcissism is narcissistic <laughs> behavior. Um, is like one of those things. If it, people don't, I don't like people don't want to be around you. Like honestly, like all right, let's put it into Kanye. Kanye is like a big ass narcissist, right? But if Kanye wasn't like Kanye, the big time producer, could you know, a fashion influencer, shit like that, people would not fucking be around Kanye. Mm-hmm. People would be like, bro, this nigga is so fucking full of himself. Like, yeah. people don't want to be around nobody who's full of them fucking sounds like. So that's why I'm saying, like, if it rubs off on people the wrong way, like, I don't even, like, all right, even with the Kid Cudi and fucking Kanye shit, mm. Kid Cudi said, Nigga, I don't want to be around. Your energy is so off. It's so you about you and what you are doing and shit like that. I don't want to be around you. So that's like a nigga like, I don't give a fuck about your opportunities, nigga. You're a narcissist and I don't fuck with your arrogant ways as well. Mm -hmm. Because those two are hand in hand, being arrogant and fucking narcissistic. And I can be arrogant sometimes, but I'm from mm-hmm. Philly, so a lot of Philadelphians be narcissistic. That shit is not no excuse. It is. But go ahead. I don't know, man. I, I just think within friendships, within everything, it's like you just got to be really understanding. And you got to, like, not take shit personal because I feel like sometimes we do take shit personal, especially, like, when somebody's setting a boundary or something. It's like um, it's not about you. And, like, you really got to take your mindset uh, out of it's about me. This is being done to me. And sometimes it's like, not even sometimes, most of the time it's not about you. 
you think a person is doing this uh, or you think a person is saying, hey, I don't want to do this no more or I don't want to do that or I don't want to do this. And you think it's because they don't want to spend more time with you or they want to spend less time with you or something. And the whole time they going through something. And, you know, but I want to I want to reverse back to that. I had a point uh, for the narcissistic shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mainly about like. It's I'm not saying like it's our turn. In, in the sense of that but it's just like we helped a lot of people like mm-hmm. we played the background like that that spirit of helping or humbling things like it's it's about us right now and I'm and I'm so prideful to say that mm-hmm. because I've helped people so much that I'm like it's about me and that's okay to have like if like it's a health that's a healthy being narcissistic like alright I'm putting myself first mm-hmm. I'm putting you know putting yourself first is not narcissistic or some shit like that but I feel like that it gets hand in hand when you're putting yourself first like oh this motherfucker is who the fuck are you to tell mm-hmm. you me you're putting this but that's the most like cause a you girl get told, you're not supposed to a girl told me that and it was like I had to respect it like she was like I'm putting myself like you're, a nigga is not on my radar or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be I'm putting myself first and at first I'm like who the fuck are you you know what I mean but it was like that's real shit mm-hmm. like you you gotta put yourself first and I can't even knock her for like Hey, nigga, you might be temporary. You might not be the nigga for me. So, yeah, I'm going to do the things that mean a lot to me first before I attend to you. And you mm-hmm. can't even get mad at a woman that thinks that way. Because, honestly, how else am I supposed to be happy first? Yeah. My happiness literally has to come first and not in a way that I'm going to take your happiness away so I can have mine. But, no, I can't give you your happiness happiness first before I get mine just so you can have yours mm-hmm. like I need to some some shit has to be for me and a lot of us were not raised to be like okay this needs to be for me a lot of us uh come up and we think all right I gotta grant other people happiness first or I gotta do this for another person before I can truly be happy and you see a lot of people who go out their ways and suffering because they go out their ways trying to make everybody else happy but now it's like you're not happy and so like Nigga, I went through through a period of that, and it's like, no, it is. It's a me season, and it's mm-hmm. not nothing again. It's not nothing. It's personal, but it's only personal to me. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to uh, be mean or hateful to nobody, but I have to choose me. I literally got to put me first this time because yeah. nobody else has been putting me first. Mm. So it's like, boom, nigga, it's me. Yeah, it's me, nigga. It's me, nigga. <laughs> Um, you, uh, we want to do this new thing. Um, even though this was kind of our impromptu, I'm glad that y'all. This is this is what the pod is about, man. About you guys learning us and knowing what it is, um, and just getting a little self like that was that was a real moment. Like this wasn't for the cameras. This was not saying we do anything for the cameras, but yeah. that was a real moment. But we want to do this new thing. Um, so Vince, take it away with your new segment, man. Do you have any impromptu movies about this being on boundaries or being uncomfortable? I I think I'm not okay was a good one if we was to do it again. But, like, because she's overstepped the boundary mm-hmm. or some shit like that. But she didn't smooth it out. No, that wasn't a good one. So, um, I guess, so we're going to do this thing. Um, we're going to give our movie recommendations, mainly Vince, because he does a great, he watches a lot of movies, a lot of series, more than me. I watch a lot of YouTube and shit like that. So he's going to give his little takes and seeing if he, you know, it can relate to your life. And now we're saying we rating it or whatever. What helped him through it while by watching this or helped him understand a different element of life or perspective. So um, we, don't, we don't necessarily know what we're going to name it um, yet. I don't. What do you want to name it on the, on the show? 
I'm not sure. Not uh, sure. I don't. I'm not sure if you're gonna like this, but I was watching that. I don't know. <laughs> Recent things that I've watched that like really shows somebody establishing a boundary and like really standing on that shit was Meredith Grey and uh, Grey's Anatomy. Mm. Uh, there's a like she's a doctor and shit, and there's a part she's fucking with her supervisor, and they kind of like have this will they want they kind of relationship where they fucking around, but they won't make it serious. And I guess. Uh, his wife comes back. He's he's married. He's in the process of trying to get divorced from her, but she comes back, and and like you know they're still married, mm-hmm. and that's like a big bombshell for for everybody for the whole hospital. Um, so Meredith is like, all right, n- nigga, you married and shit. Still, you didn't even say you was married. I'm gonna do my own thing now, and she goes and she does her own thing, and it's not like a, I don't think it was a get back, but it's more so like. Uh, I'm trying to like kind of find myself now after you just put me through some shit and she ended up fucking one of her co-workers they was all fucking each other it was nasty but they uh, she fucked one of her co-workers and he kind of tried to like the the dude that she uh, you know she did like he eventually became her husband and shit but he tried to like shit on her and was like you really you go fuck him like out of everybody you go fuck him and she was like nigga you don't you don't get to try to tell me how how to heal and shit. You don't get to do this after you just fucked up. I was down for you. I was there for you. I was with all of it. You don't get to come in now and try to be like, oh, this is how you should heal or this and that. Like, nigga, you causes. If it wasn't for you, I, that opportunity would never even came up. And so, like, that was, I think, a great way of, like, establishing boundaries. Like, nigga, who, who are you to, to come to me and try to check me about some shit? And you fucked up. It was you. It wasn't me. It was you. It was always you. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen. It's time! It's about that time where we, the Aquatangas, leave you with a positive message to get through the wake. Vince, take it away. What is your positive message to get through the wake? Um... Again, like I said, I, I've gotten a lot older, and as I've gotten older, I've realized a lot of stuff about uh, life and, and myself in general. And it's like I've learned certain shit I don't like, certain shit I do like. And then it's like, y'all, if y'all don't fuck with people, stop being in their face. Stop. Don't smile. Do not come up to me. If you, if you are like, don't do that. Like I'm at a point in my life where if I don't fuck with you, it's okay. I don't fuck with you, and it's not. It don't got to be a beef thing, but I'm not going to pretend to fuck with you. I'm not showing up. I'm not coming through. I'm, and I, eventually I'll just let you know. Hey, this is what it is. If if we're that close, where I feel like all right, I need to let you know I can't fuck with you no more. I'll let you know that. But if we aren't close, and I feel like all right. Some time or distance to just let the the shit fade. I will allow that to happen. But some of y'all, it's like don't you don't gotta fake like you fuck with a person if you don't fuck with them. I'm not a person that I'm. I got ten siblings, so I'm never gonna be fucked up about a person who's not one of my siblings. Like I nigga, I don't know. <laughs> my uh my awkward message for uh. Pay attention. 
don't scroll past or don't do it because this is going to be a motherfucking clip. So don't scroll past, motherfuckers, because the girls that's wearing the jerseys at the games, at the basketball games, the football games, your nigga is in the locker room getting his ass smacked, doing some gay shit, moaning and all types of shit in that motherfucking locker room. What? And then coming back and kissing you after the game and telling you, babe, after fucking Connor was calling him daddy in the back. Because he had a fucking great game. So all to all the ladies that supporting a nigga with that number thirty five or two or thirteen, whatever the case may be, your nigga is being gay in the fucking locker room. No offense to the gay people. I don't have no but I'm just letting you know. That's what it is. But no, my awkward message is, um just you know, it's okay. It's okay. Um we grew we grew. You know, we grow through people. And um we're friends. We're still friends at the end of the day, ain't that right, Vince, mm. Mr. Brown? We'll see you at the end of the day. Yeah, we're we're still friends. Nah, uh, it's just one of those things where we we really grew, we learned, and that was an organic. That was an organic session, and I it was a freestyle, but I really enjoyed that one because it was just more so like it was personal. Like y'all got a bit of, this is like cut the cameras, nigga. Like we was down there about to cut the cameras and probably pack it up, but we worked through it. Like we was like. Fuck it, we're going to make an episode mm-hmm. out of this because this is something that was an awkward situation that we grew past. And, you know, hopefully we can be your number one awkward podcasters soon. So make sure if you watch the whole video, make sure you like, comment and subscribe. Give us a five star rating. We're great. We're five star niggas. Give us a five star rating. And that's it. Thank you for being awkward. I'm Nas. I'm Vince. Thank you for being awkward. See you next week. Yay. White people claps. Not the white people clubs. <laughs>